You're listening to the Gold Biz Podcast, episode number 54. If you have ever felt any capacity of burnout, which if you're an entrepreneur, you probably have, today's episode is all about recognizing burnout, recognizing the triggers, so knowing when it's coming on and how to pull yourself out of it. And it's a really, really good topic that I think a lot of us need, especially within like the last couple of years and just knowing now with all the noise of social media and just so much going on, it's a really good topic to talk about. And today's guest is Krista, and she is an expert in all things burnout and managing a business and pulling yourself out of burnout. So today is a really good episode. You're listening to the Gold Biz Podcast with Rachel Traxler, a traveling wedding photographer turned creative business entrepreneur. Each week, Rachel brings you purpose-driven action to become the ambitious entrepreneur you are meant to be. We'll dive into topics such as life, business, failures and successes, and being the best version of yourself you can be. This is a warm and positive space for all creative entrepreneurs to come together, inspire, and grow. Because every day is an opportunity to shine here at the Gold Biz Podcast. Now here's your host, Rachel Traxler. Hello, sunshines, and welcome back to the Gold Biz Podcast with me, your host, Rachel Traxler. Again, today we have an awesome episode in store all about burnout, how to recognize your triggers, and how to pull yourself out of it. So if you are finding yourself in that type of season or you have in the past and you want to know how to navigate it better for in the future for when it does happen to again, today is the episode that you need to hear. But before anything, make sure to screenshot and share this episode to your stories so that I can see which ones you're loving the best and share the love in return. So without further ado, let's get into today's episode because it is an amazing one. We have with us Krista today. Krista, I'm so excited to have you here to talk about this topic, all about burnout. I think we all need it, and I'm just so excited to have you here to talk all about it. Yes, Rachel, I'm so happy to be here. Yay, and it's really fun too because I was also just on your podcast recently, She Calls the Shots, and I'm just really excited that we got to do a fun little podcast swap, so it's fun to be Switch, switch positions here, switch the roles. But before we get into anything, why don't you tell us a little bit about you and yourself and all of the things? Yeah, perfect. So my name is Krista. I am a photographer, business coach, and a podcast host of She Calls Her Shots podcast. And I live in Northern California with my two dogs and my fiance. And I kind of the TLDR of my business is I started my photography business way back in 2010 in Florida. I graduated from college, kind of started doing photography on the side, worked full time for many, many years, and then moved to California in 2014, where I continued to kind of rebuild a new business from the ground up in a new market, continued to work full time for a while, and then finally went full time in my business in 2019, which was really exciting. And since then, I've branched off from not only doing wedding and branding photography, but also doing the podcast and coaching for other entrepreneurs. That is so exciting. So many cool things and a lot of transitions with that. But then also, as you're talking, I'm like, that's also a lot of things to juggle too. <laughs> yep. So I'm sure that you are an expert at this topic. And I feel like it's such a nice topic to talk about because a lot of people, we all experience it. Mm-hmm. And some of us we all have different triggers and we don't know. And also, I think it's really easy to kind of feel bad about ourselves too when it does oh, happen. Yeah. And I'm just, I'm really excited to pick your brain about this because I think we all have different perspectives and you just unique advice on all this. So I'm really excited. So 
I know, Krista, the last few years have led to a lot of burnout for a lot of people. So can you talk a little bit about like kind of like what you've experienced with burnout in the past and kind of like how you realized like what you needed to do to kind of make a change or maybe some triggers that you know and all that stuff or maybe just a time that you were burnt out and you realized that you needed to make a change. Yeah, definitely. All of those things. So for me, I know, and I don't know if your listeners will be able to relate to this, but I find myself being very multi-passionate. I just get such big business ideas like all the time. And I love that because I think it's like such a fun way to keep your business innovative and like doing new things. But on the other side of that, with those big new fun things that we want to do comes this like desire to kind of burn the candle at both ends. And like, I'm going to just put everything, pour all of my heart and soul into this new project, this new thing, and like see where it goes. And I think that from my conversations with other entrepreneurs, especially in the last couple of years with like the pandemic and like being home more and maybe even like pivoting into new new things or new parts of their business came along these big dreams and ideas and kind of desire to want to build something new off the ground or just like expand whatever it is that they were already doing. And like I said, a lot of the times that comes with this desire that we want to get it done like now. (laughs) Even though it's a new business idea, even though we may have never done anything like it before, it's like we just want to put pour everything into it. And sometimes our intentions are there. Like sometimes, you know, our heart is there. We want to do this. Like we're just so excited about it, but we're secretly overworking ourselves and not realizing that we are just like creeping in to that. Like the burnout is starting to creep in and we just like aren't fully aware of it yet. So I definitely experienced this when we're recording this now. Last fall, I went through a a season of burnout and I had to take like six weeks where I just – I still got some stuff done, but it was like if I crossed one thing off of my list every single day, I was happy and was like, okay, like, you know, this is what it is. And the interesting thing for me is that sometimes burnout can come from seasons where maybe you – if you are a photographer, maybe you've had like back-to-back shoots and it's just like every weekend you're like, I have to show up. I have to be high energy. I have to kind of pour myself into this and you're feeling the burnout. But sometimes it can also come from where it's like I have this new project. I'm pouring everything into it. I'm spending all this time. I'm launching this thing. I'm showing up all the time. And it was like it felt exciting, but it also just like started to slowly drain me. So it it kind of crept up on me a little bit more quickly than I think I expected. But but I definitely went through that season where I was just like it all of a sudden hit and I was like, I can't keep doing this anymore. Yeah. And I'm so glad you talked about like kind of touch point on that too. And we're the same. And I guarantee you that a lot of people listening, like as entrepreneurs, we are just multi-passionate people. Like it's kind of hard when it's when you're just trying to say, oh, like you niche down to one thing. It's like mm-hmm. we have so many interests. Like we want to do all the things. We're creative and our brains are just, I don't know about you. I mean, it sounds like you too, but I don't know about the listeners, but like my brain too. And I think this is just an entrepreneur thing. It's like I get an idea and I'm like, okay, I want to take it and run with it. And then yeah. the next day I'm like, I have a new idea. Okay, I want to take it and run with it. And we want that instant gratification mm-hmm. that we want to have it be successful. Like we want to start it and do all the things right now. And then it's like you were saying, just burning the candle at both ends and just trying to do all the things that can get so overwhelming. And I also relate to a lot of what you said, Krista, with being on every weekend or like having sessions Mm -hmm. like that too. And I am more of like an extrovert type of person, but I get drained in in social situations as well. Like Mm -hmm. I love it and I thrive off of it, 
but it also drains me. And so when you have like that every weekend and you have sessions and a lot at night, I love it to like, I love it so much, but it does like knowing the stuff that kind of also drains you too. And that's really cool too, that you knew and kind of recognized what you need to do and took six weeks off, like not off, but back a little And I can kind of speak to that too. I'm kind of in a season at the time we're recording this and I just haven't been on social media much. Like honestly, like if I open Instagram, I'm there for like 10 seconds and I'm like, I want out. Like I don't want to be here. And, and it's almost like, I love creating content and I like for my audience and like for my listeners and all that, I love doing it. But for some reason, I just we go in seasons of I there's ebbs and flows I think of being an entrepreneur and sometimes like you just kind of have to listen to that and be okay with that too like we're humans like we're gonna have ebbs and flows and I think just like you were saying like listening to your cues of when you do need to take a step back and mm-hmm. listen to yourself I think that's totally okay but uh, I'd, I'd love to know your opinion on this Krista so I've noticed a lot of people like maybe their burnouts coming like stemming from maybe comparison or imposter syndrome. I don't know, maybe some of that's coming from social media, but where do you see, cause you are like an expert in this topic, where do you yeah. see most of it stem from and kind of what's your advice to someone to avoid that or at least recognize those triggers for them mm-hmm. as come on? I'd say that I think comparison can be a causing kind of factor to burnout, but I think Even more so, comparison comes in really strong once we're already feeling burnout because the guilt and the shame starts to kick in of like we're feeling burnt out, we're taking a step back, and then the comparison really starts to grab hold of us because we're seeing everybody else showing up and doing all this stuff. Yeah, but I definitely think it can be a thing. It can be a part of a cause, but I find that a lot of the time it's – it's a mix of like you're comparing yourself, but you're also not being honest with yourself and your goals and your business. Like I think a lot of burnout, we really have to get comfortable with like looking inward and asking ourselves like, what are my goals right now? Am I like completely trying to like change my business overnight, grow an exponential amount of clients, meet this idea that I have in my head of like what success looks like because this person over here is doing this and this is what I think success looks like. So I think that it can kind of start from comparing, but I think that it's it really is just like getting honest with yourself of like, what are my goals and my intentions and how am I showing up in my business? Because if we can get really clear and honest with ourselves, which sometimes that's the hardest part, is we can start to kind of avoid that burnout before it fully kicks in because once it does kick in, that guilt and that shame and that fear and like all of those other emotions really kind of grab hold of us. And then we have to give ourselves time to be able to kind of like get back into a baseline. Oh, you are so right. And like I, I've noticed that too. And it's like if you don't stand strong in your brand and your brand mission and your your goals – it's so easy to get confused and flustered mm-hmm. and pulled in different directions of wait, like reel back and like, wait a minute, that's not what I'm trying to do. That's not my right. intention. Something that just to like for an example sake for like the listeners to like relate to an example of everything you just explained, Krista, was when I had my baby, it was in, she, when she was a newborn. I do a lot of travel wedding photography. Like I've kind of been known as as that. I've cut back on it quite a bit since I've having of having my baby, just kind of intentionally and unintentionally. But when I was having like just about to have her and had a newborn, I would see like 
this is a good example when you don't stand strong in yourself and it's just easy to get pulled. I would see other people like traveling and doing all these amazing things. And I'm like, wow, that's so cool. Like that's like how they're doing that. And then I have to reel myself back into that's not what my goal is right now. Mm -hmm. That's not what I'm trying to do right now, even though that has been something I've been trying to do and do in the past. That's not what I'm doing right now. And I had to reset my foundation be like, that's not what you're trying to do right yes. now. It's so easy to get pulled in a direction of what you see everyone else is doing, shiny object syndrome, mm -hmm. and not be really solid in your brand and your goals. So that is such good advice, Krista. And like, that was just the example that came to my head when you said that. And yeah. I think that's a really important thing for people listening to, to remember, because it's so easy on like social media, especially for that to happen when you're not yeah. standing. That. So I love, that's a really good piece of advice. Yeah. And I love that example because that's exactly it, where you see these things and you're just so drawn to it because it looks like something that would be so fun. But when we don't bridge the gap of like, wait a second, is this act, does this actually make sense for me to do this? Like, does this make sense for me to take this on or do this or try and, you know, build this part of my business up? Because otherwise we can kind of blindly go into all of these different things. And I think that's where it really starts to hit is like, none of that is sustainable. Like you can't just like build all these things when like, it doesn't make sense for you right now, but it is, it's so hard when you see other people doing things that look genuinely really fun or really interesting, but then when you have to really sit back and ask yourself and like write out what are my intentions? Like, how do I want to show up? Like, what do I even have time for? Like realistically yeah, in this season in my life, it can be so important to take that extra step. Yeah, exactly. Okay. So I love that you kind of walked us through some things of with like burnout and stuff like that. What, so now if someone recognizes they're in burnout by that, like social, like, like, comparison and imposter syndrome and all that stuff, maybe recognizing that they're not standing strong in their foundation and their goals and all that. What are some steps that you suggest for pulling yourself out of burnout once you've kind of recognized you might be slipping into it or that you might be in it? Yeah. So I have like five things that I always walk through when everybody is kind of going through it. Yeah. And the first, the first one is get, is always hard to hear because it's – I think people just want to jump into like taking action. But the first thing, honestly, is we have to accept that we're in a season of burnout and that it's going to take a little bit of time for us to be able to jump back in because sometimes when we it, – it depends on how bad the burnout kind of got. Like it depends on how long you went with like neglecting your values and your priorities. But – Sometimes it can take like a couple of weeks. Sometimes it can be longer than that. And so it's just like releasing the pressure and accepting that like, ooh, okay, like I can recognize and see I stayed up super late. Like even though I enjoy doing these things, like all of my values, all of my priorities, like everything kind of went to the wayside. So it's like accepting that and not like blaming yourself, not like, you know, Get letting that guilt and shame win. It's just like self-acceptance and like this is something that I learned from and this is where I'm at. So like that's the first thing. Okay, friends, I am so excited to talk to you about the newest sponsor of our show, Batch AI. Batch AI is a software that is going to save you so much time editing and you know I'm all about automation and efficiency. And Batch AI is able to process 1,000 photos in one minute. I've personally been able to save time and money by using Batch AI, which let's be real, are always the two biggest goals in life. And it's allowed me to not feel so burnt out with the amount of time it takes to edit an entire gallery 
by myself without hiring an editor. When you sign up for a free trial at Batch AI, you'll get access to so many amazing tools that help make editing easier because of the power of the AI technology and seamless automation to your Lightroom workflows. It includes sorting, color correction, straightening, and tool replication. And Batch AI will help you get back to doing the fun and impactful part, which is connecting with your clients and taking pictures. They also have flexible subscriptions for moving up, down, or pausing at any time, depending on your season, which is absolutely key for busy and slow seasons. Batch AI will help you turn your editing session into basically a stretch break with these three simple steps. A huge thank you to Batch AI for sponsoring today's episode. And then kind of alongside of that is starting to then learn, okay, how can I, are there any like affirmations? Is there anything I can do for like self-love for myself to just fight and combat those feelings of guilt and shame? Because those those feelings are going to be there. And like, what are some things that I know that I love to do? Maybe it's like going for a walk. Maybe it's playing with my dogs. Maybe it's taking a nap. Maybe it's like anything that you just know that brings you joy. And then the second thing is really understanding your triggers. And I think for a lot of people, it's oftentimes social media is a pretty big one. But also like sometimes like Facebook groups, if you find yourself on Facebook, if you're scrolling through anything that you recognize like that brings up that that trigger of that feeling of I should be doing more, I should be better, I like I should, should, should all of these things, know those triggers and cut those out. And sometimes they can even be things that you enjoy. Like for me, for example, one of my last steps, the last step we'll talk about is like finding things to help build you back up. One of my favorite things is podcasts. And I listen to a lot of, excuse me, business building podcasts, like motivational things like that. But sometimes when I'm deep in the weeds, if I've just recognized I'm in burnout, even those can be triggers for me because even though I'm inspired by them, I still start to build those like should feelings and I should be more, I should be doing this. So really getting honest and kind of knowing where you are in that season of burnout and like whether those things are helpful or if they're still kind of a trigger at that. And then the third thing is really important and it's finding someone that you can talk to that will really just kind of understand what you're going through because having someone that you can just be honest with and vulnerable with, someone who's not going to like blindly just encourage you like it's okay you'll be fine like right because like that's sometimes not what we need in those moments but just someone who can recognize what like I've been there this kind of sucks it's not great but like good for you for taking time to yourself good for you for giving yourself space like just finding someone who can kind of encourage you along the way the fourth thing is releasing the pressure and relieving yourself of all of your current deadlines So whatever it is that you had set in your business, whatever goals, projects, timelines, deadlines, all of that, like wipe it clean and recreate it again because chances are you created those deadlines when you were in that mindset of like go, 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 get all the things done. And so it's just going to be impractical to try and continue to do those. So for me, when I was in that season of burnout, the things that really kind of had to stick were like client deliverables. So like if I had to deliver a session, I like – that was my only priority and everything else in my business, like the fun stuff, content, all – well, I say fun stuff. It didn't feel fun at the time. But like the more fun things that I could have spent time on got pushed to the side because I knew like I have to get these sessions out. I have to do these certain things. So just like reframing those timelines. And then lastly, when you feel like you're in an okay spot and you feel like you're able to kind of start slowly building yourself back up, like introducing those things like 
podcasts or books or anything that you feel like will help build you back up. I always say try to avoid social media for a little while just because you really want to make sure you're like back and like fully aware of your own priorities and goals so you don't get sucked into that same cycle again of like trying to do what everybody else is doing. But podcasts and books and things like that that'll just help to slowly start inspire you and like build your own inspiration can be really helpful. Oh my goodness. All of that was much needed to hear and that really helped me. So I'm assuming that it's going to help people listening too. Like those are really, really good tips, tangible tips to do as well and different for everybody too. So it's kind of nice to just hear what you think and what has helped you. And I can personally agree that those are some things that also help me too. So it's really, really good to hear. But talking about all of that too, because it sounds like what you were just saying, you kind of have to have boundaries for yourself around Mm -hmm. everything you were just saying too. So how are you able to kind of set and maintain intentional boundaries around your business in general and when burnout happens? Yeah. It's such a tricky question. Sorry, I'm going to repeat that. It's such a tricky question because I feel like for me, there is no like perfect where I'm like, oh, I'm like balanced. You know, even right now, I feel like everything is very aligned and I feel like things are moving well. But I think the reason is because I I have been taking a lot of space for my business, to be honest. I have really big goals. I've started to outsource, which has been really helpful to kind of get some things off my plate that needed to get done. But I think it was just getting really honest with myself of what realistically can I accomplish right now? Like what are my goals? What are my intentions? And then on a day-to-day basis, I just check in with myself and I just kind of ask like, how am I feeling today? Whatever it is that I have on my list today, like is this feasible? Is this not feasible? Like do I need to push some of these things off? And so I think I used to get stuck in this habit of like trying – like I think weekly – goals and monthly goals and like all of these things are great, but I think we sometimes lose sight of like checking in every day and just asking ourselves, you know, like maybe today I was supposed to write a bunch of content, but maybe I woke up and I am just not feeling creative. So it's like, it's being okay with letting yourself, you know what, I'm going to, I'm going to put this off to another day. And I just trust that there will be a day where I'm going to wake up and feel more motivated and excited to do this, but today is not that day. And so it was just getting really intentional about checking in with myself, seeing how am I feeling, what what do I feel like I can kind of tackle and, you know, how much – there are some days where I'm like fine waking up and then working until 11 p.m. And then there are some days where it's like 5 o'clock, I check out, I eat dinner, and then I'm like, you know what, I'm done. And then I just let myself live in that kind of a schedule and not feel like I have to be tied to certain schedules or timelines or anything like that. You and I are are really similar in that way, Krista. And I feel like, I don't know about you, but it took me a while to get to that point too. Because when I was early on in my career, I was so eager. I mean, I'm still eager. I always kind of will be. That's kind of my personality. But I was working around the clock, like all the all the time. And now I'm really intuitive with listening to what I need to do. And like you exactly like you said, some days I'm totally motivated. I'm totally fine working to, you know, if I've got to crack back the laptop open after my daughter goes to bed and Mm -hmm. and I are just hanging out on the couch and watching TV anyways, I'm like, I'm just going to answer a few things and just get a few things done. And sometimes three o'clock hits and I'm like, I'm done. Mm -hmm. And then sometimes noon hits and I'm like, I think I'm going to take the afternoon off. And I've gotten so, I've gotten a lot better at just 
being okay with that and just creating content intuitively, like when I feel ready, when I feel motivated, because I've never forced myself to create and do something out of a place that I just didn't, I like really didn't feel like it. Sometimes Mm -hmm. you can pull it out of yourself and be like, all right, you just got to do this. Like, yeah, you know, the whole Mel Robbins count back from five and just do it. Mm -hmm. And sometimes it's like, I'm not going to push and force through this because I want to create this from a place of true intention and true heart. And I know I can't give that right now. And so, yeah, just kind of creating and showing it like intuitively, just using my intuition, like when I need to do that and when I'm not, because, you know, I think some people get over, I'm like, like, oh, what's your schedule? Or how do you structure your days and everything like that? must be like, everybody's is so different. Everyone's circadian rhythm is different. And, you know, when you're most optimized of your product, you know, productivity time and, Sometimes even like with your cycle too, if you're a woman, oh like gosh, that yeah. even changes things. And so okay. I love your advice, Chris, of just like basically it's okay to just go off of your intuition and just mm-hmm. do it. So I really like it. Yeah. That. And what's really interesting to me, and maybe this is why I always felt so much resistance around this type of schedule, sure. is that I thrive off of, scre- of schedules. Like my personality type, it like I don't know if you're familiar with the Enneagram, but like I love the Enneagram. I'm like every time I read things about my Enneagram 9 self, I'm like this is me to a T. But it's so interesting because I thrive off of structure and for so long I tried to build – I bought journal after planner, after notebook, after, you know, online project management tool. Like I just tried so many things to structure my days and structure my weeks and I've just realized that like that's just not – like even though I love structure in certain – senses. Like I just can't do that for my day to day because what I found was that, especially with creating content, it's a great example. When I I got so kind of sucked into this idea of like, I have to show up on Instagram. I have to be present every day. I have to be doing all this stuff. I have to be creating content. And then I just like, I feel forced to do that all the time. And like, I have to take a step back and like, remember, you know what? There are ways that I can grow my business that don't involve Instagram at all. Like there are so many other things that I can do. And it's when you like, I feel like sometimes we get so tied into this idea that like we have to focus on this one thing and this one thing is going to be the, the thing that grows our business. And that's when we start feeling like we need to just be working around the clock all the time. Yeah. And when I accepted that like honestly, there are so many random things that happen. Like I did a branding shoot in Sacramento for a friend. It was just kind of like a fun content day. And while we were there walking on the street, Someone came up to me, an attorney, and she was like, oh, who are you, a photographer, blah, blah, blah. Long story short, I ended up booking like my highest branding package with her. And I did that because I was randomly walking down the street in Sacramento one day. And it's like, it's these little reminders of like, there is not one thing that's going to be like the thing that grows your business. Like sometimes you just have to let yourself be present and like be where your feet are and just like feel like, okay, what is it that I can be present and show up for right now? And it was when you – I think it was when I started to recognize that. I was like, I can take the afternoon off. <laughs> like yeah. I don't have to be showing up all the time. Like however I can show up today is like the best that I can do. That is so cool and such a good reminder and such a good piece of advice. Yes, there isn't just one magic thing and yeah. you don't have to just do the one thing and show up on – like your business can still thrive if you don't show up on social media every day. Yeah. There's other ways and that is such a cool story, Krista, and <laughs> such a good reminder and just really cool story of things can happen 
whenever, yeah. however, when you least expect it and just to be where your feet are planted, I think that's a that's really, really cool, yeah. which also kind of ties into my next question because some people I feel like are kind of afraid to take a break in their business. Mm-hmm feel like because they we just want to keep growing our business and keep getting ahead and so feeling like taking a break might be taking a step back and kind of can you speak a little bit about kind of just the importance of what taking a step back can actually do for your business and how sometimes you can even come back better from that and Mm -hmm. just what that kind of looks like yeah. And so I've found that depending on the season that I'm in, because and especially if you're listeners, like if you find that right now you're in a season where you're like, yeah, but Krista, like I know you're telling me not to hustle and overwork myself, but I really enjoy what I'm doing. And I think that that is like absolutely okay. But my suggestion for you would be what's like one thing that you can do every day for yourself then? Like even if you want to like work a lot and you really are kind of feel like you're in the groove and doing what you love, like can you take 20 minutes to like go for a walk, unplug, just like get outside or like take 20 minutes to read your favorite book or take 20 minutes to watch a show on Netflix? Like, and not as a, sometimes we can do these things as like, I'm going to do this because I don't actually want to do the next thing that's on my to-do list. Like really being intentional about, I'm going to do this because like, I know that this is going to bring me joy today. And I know this is going to be something that I'm going to really like doing. But I, I know that it's hard. It is so hard to take a step back. But I – maybe it's because I was forced to after that season of burnout. I was forced to take more time back to myself and my business and I realized like, you know what? I like taking afternoons sometimes. I like having a nap sometimes. Like I like doing these things. And so maybe because I was forced to introduce them that it kind of like – Again, once I was forced to do that and I reframed my timelines and I realized I was being way too unrealistic with my goals, that then I kind of naturally built in space for these things. But honestly, I think that if you find that it's hard to take a break right now, my question for you would be like, what does your schedule like? Like, take an honest look at your calendar and figure out like, where are you spending your time? Because I feel like we can lay in in one of two camps, either one where your calendar is literally blocked all day with work things. And if that's the case, like we got to change that because like that's not going to be sustainable and that's not going to last very long. So like maybe kind of, I don't want to say forcing yourself to take time, but like being a little bit more intentional about doing that. Or you might feel like you don't have time, but you might be not utilizing all of your time during the day. Like there might be things that are pulling your time that you don't even realize it. So you might be resisting taking time because you feel like you don't have time when realistically like you just maybe aren't aware of the time that that you actually have in your business. So I would say like kind of getting honest and figuring out where you are in one of those two spaces. Yes. Oh, that was a huge one for me, Krista. Like I think I realized that after I had my daughter of just having so little time and like little time chunks here and there, or like when I started having a nanny come and stuff like that, I was even like, what did I do before I had had so much time before? (laughs) Why was I not getting so much more done? Because now I'm like, I have an hour. I'm like, watch me go. I will get this Mm -hmm. done in an hour. Like give me the time. And, And I realized, yeah, there was a time too when I was realizing 
like by the end of my days, I'm like, I was working all day. What did I get done? And I realized it's because I had Netflix on, up on my other computer while mm-hmm. I was editing and I'd get distracted. And then I just like wouldn't be focused. And now I can't even listen to music when I work. Like I can't listen to podcasts. Like I can't listen to anything. Like I need to be like laser focused. Yeah. And it took me a long time to figure that out because I'd have podcasts going, I'd have music going, I'd have a TV show going. And I'm like, mm-hmm. I can't do that. Like that's not optimizing my productivity time. And it took me a while to figure that out. So yeah. that's a really good point because sometimes you think you're working all the time, but you're not like you like optimizing your productivity time. Yeah. So- and I never say that to like, oh, optimize it more because like I don't want someone to get into the habit of like, oh, I can be mega productive during the day. But I think it is. It's all about that. Like, again, that honesty with yourself of like, am I being really honest with like the time that I have or the time that I can use? Yeah. It was a wake up call for me too because it was like, no, it's fine. I can do it. I I can handle both. And then I realized, no, I can't. Like, or like, yeah, I can be more productive without it. And yeah, it was a wake up call for sure. It was a realization. So that's also a really, really good point for people to kind of, you know, think about and reflect a little bit on. But what's kind of one final piece of advice that you have for our listeners just about burnout in general? Yeah. I mean, I would say, I mean, aside from the things that we talked about, and this maybe is just like one extra point from like the last thing that we were talking about is giving yourself space. Like you will honestly be so surprised when you take space from podcasts, social media, when you give yourself space to think and like actually truly be creative and like listen to your intuition, you will be so surprised at the things that you can come up with. Because I think a lot of the times, again, the cycle of burnout comes with this feeling of like not enough, should be doing more. One of the things that can sometimes happen with that is like we're buying more courses, we're investing in more things, we feel like we need to learn more, which leads to more burnout. When it's like if you just took a step back, like gave yourself some space and like really sat with yourself like, okay, I have this question, this thing that I want to do better in my business. When you can get rid of everything else, quiet everything else out and like sit with yourself, maybe it's a bath, maybe it's a walk outside, maybe it's just sitting like in nature and like ask yourself, okay, what can I do to improve this? How can I make this better? You don't usually need a course. You don't need someone to tell you. Like granted, there's like great advice out there, but it's like I think we just need to start trusting ourselves and our intuition just a little bit more to kind of grow a business that feels really authentic to us instead of spending so much time looking outward and looking somewhere else for the answers. Yeah, and I'm just a big advocate of knowing your seasons between – growth and also just being content and just like being with yourself and then knowing your seasons of like needing growth and needing more Mm -hmm. knowledge and and education growth in that way. And then knowing your seasons where you, you kind of are good and you need to implement things more Mm -hmm. and like, you know, instead of like taking the time to implement, you're just going out and getting more and like knowing when you need to implement and when you need growth and knowing the difference between the two, I think it's really helpful. Exactly. Kind of like what you said. But what do, what is – I love to ask this question. Like what is like a self-care thing that you love to do that just kind of keeps you happy and motivated in your business? Yeah. I feel like it changes for me all the time because some seasons I would tell you it's like I love bath nights. I love just okay. like sitting, reading a book and like lighting candles. For me right now, I think because there's so much going on, I've actually really been loving – I'm just doing like at-home workouts. But like taking that time and that space where I feel like I'm pushing back my like physical – 
limiting beliefs and my mental limiting beliefs and like taking that time for myself every day has has felt really rewarding. I wish I could say that that's like that all seasons of my life. It's not it's <laughs> not always like that, but I think right now it's like being feeling like I can kind of like work on myself and just like do something like fun for me that I know is like really beneficial has been really great. Good for you. I love that. And I love that you note too that it changes because it yeah. totally does. It totally does. So I love that. Good for you. That like motivates me and inspires me. To, like, <laughs> well, walk. it's not every season. I wish I could feel like this all seasons. Like, oh, I just love working out. It's not always I'm the case, hard. but I'll take some of that. I'll take some of that. <laughs> yeah. And run with it, girl, because it's awesome. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So why don't you tell us where people can find you? Yeah, absolutely. So, well, first and foremost, if like if this felt like a really great conversation, if you want to kind of join in, I'd love to have you for my free workshop called Planning for Profit. And inside of it, we really deep dive into kind of a lot of these mindset strategies of like ways to really grow and a thriving and profitable business. But we also talk about the financial and some business strategies as well to keep in mind. So if that is something you're interested, I'd love to have you join me. It's just shecallshershots.com slash profit plan. Totally free. Love to have you there. But you can also find me on Instagram. You can find me at krista.marie.photography. I hang out there pretty often. You'll usually see like my dogs or random (laughs) things in my stories. So I'd love to see you over there too. Amazing. Love that. And I'll make sure to include those links in the show notes too so that people can find you and your amazing resources. Thank you. Yeah, you're so welcome. Thank you so much, Krista, for coming on today. It was an absolute joy to have you. Love your knowledge and expertise on this topic. So it was really an honor to have you. Thank you so much, Rachel. This is just so wonderful. And I'm just so grateful to have been here. Good. Yay. So there you have it. You're one step closer to recognizing burnout, knowing your triggers when it comes on and how to pull yourself out of it. So again, if you love today's episode, make sure to screenshot. So again, if you love today's episode, make sure to screenshot and share it to your stories and tag me at Rachel Trexler so that I can see which ones you are loving the best. Thank you so much for tuning into today's episode. I hope you loved it. Keep shining and we'll see you next time. You did it. You're one episode closer to elevating your business. If you enjoyed this episode, make sure to head over to racheltraxler.com forward slash gold biz podcast for the show notes and info on today's episode. Keep shining and we'll see you next time on the gold biz podcast.